Hi, and welcome to this episode of our Coffee and Conversation podcast. This is Mary Donnelly, and today I just want to share something that God's been speaking to me about personally, because I think a lot of people are going to be able to relate to it. So I'll start by sharing a little story that happened to me a couple of days ago. I had gotten together with a friend that I hadn't seen in a while, and typically when we get together, we like to try to find a place to hike. So we knew we were cutting it close. It was later in the day, and we probably had a little over an hour at the most before it really started to get dark. And we went to a reservation that we had hiked before, but it had been just that one time, and it was over a year ago. So it wasn't any place that we were, you know, super familiar with, but we felt confident. We said, well, we've done this before. I'm sure we'll be fine. And this is quite a labyrinth of miles and miles of trails, but we headed in and we got talking and before you know it, it kind of dawned on both of us like, gee, we've been walking for quite a while and it is actually starting to get pretty dark. And we had at that point kind of lost our sense of direction, which way we're even headed. So we we both prayed and we came across this uh, marker with a map and we looked at the map and it said, you are here. We could see that. But what we didn't know is where were we in relation to where we needed to come out from where we parked our car. We didn't know which end of the reservation we were on. So it showed us, uh, you know, which way, we're, you know, which way was north. I pulled up my phone and the GPS to see where my car was. I realized that we were actually on the complete opposite end of where we needed to be. And then I pulled up the compass so I could orient it with the map that was there and know which direction to head to to head back to our car. So we made it out safely. It was pretty dark by the time we got there. We had a lot of laughs, a couple of scares along the way too, and it was quite an adventure, but we did find our way out. And so, you know, the Lord started speaking to me through that experience about the times in life when we can become very disoriented because of things that might be going on, some shifts and some changes from the norm, you know, from the things that we typically lean on or trust in or just that are the standards and the foundations of the norm of our life. And sometimes it's one or two things that shift, and even that alone can be very disorienting. And then other times it's very sudden and very drastic and dramatic, like suddenly getting a diagnosis, a health diagnosis that's very critical or serious, or the loss of a loved one, uh, especially, you know, sudden and unexpected. It can be the loss of a job. It can be some kind of catastrophe or calamity, a house burning down, a flood, being dislocated from your home. There's such a variety of things. And and sometimes many of those things can overlap and all happen at one time. So the last year of my life has felt very much like that, where there were a lot of things that were the norm and the standard of my life you know, with my, with my job and my areas of ministry and just things that I was doing and investing in. And just like I said, the norms and standards of my life all suddenly changed. And there really, by the end of it, there wasn't much that looked very familiar in the landscape of my life that had, you know, only five to six months before that. And it left me feeling just like that, very disoriented, I didn't know which end was up. And, you know, I also recently listened to a message where 
the speaker was talking about this similar kind of feeling and experience in life where things shift and change and you become disoriented. And he was bringing up the example of Navy SEAL training when they submerge them underwater. And then when they get down there with their oxygen tank and their mask, and just when they're feeling like comfortable, another Navy SEAL will come down and start knocking them around, rip off their mask, rip off the oxygen tank, tie it in knots, um, just completely, you know, they can't see, they're disoriented, they're underwater, they now have to figure out how to, uh, their, their top priority is getting oxygen back. And in those moments, just like the experience I had the other day, the first thing we need to do is to not panic. Because when we panic, we make decisions and we respond out of fear, out of anxiety, out of frustration, out of, you know, coming over and maybe grabbing somebody else's oxygen and taking from there. We're just, we're just thrashing around. We're no help to ourselves. We're no help to anybody else. And sometimes we're actually even outright harmful to other people around us, just kind of thrashing around because we want to find some solid ground. We want to find something that makes us feel oriented, connected. I remember saying a lot, like, I just want to feel like myself again, because that feeling was just gone. And any sense of that was just gone. And so, excuse me, in that also, you know, these these times and these seasons uh, are the times where what we can learn is that, number one, like I said, you've got to stay calm. And then you have to remember what you know. Remember what you know because what you know about God. Because in the feeling of being panicked and overwhelmed and full of fear and anxiety, we can start to, you know, accuse and blame and start believe things about God that aren't true. The enemy will bring up every trigger and every lie that will make us believe things about other people or about God. And that only keeps us from actually, you know, getting ourselves back into a place of feeling like we've got some direction and some solid ground underneath us. There are other examples, like a pilot, what they need to do is they always need to find the true horizon. So there's times when they they can't see if it's cloudy, so they rely on their instruments. There is, um, if you were doing something like orienteering or just you know, lost, finding that point of true north when you're looking at a compass, because then everything else will orient based on where that's pointing to. So remembering what you know and going back to truth is really the next step after just remaining calm. Because Remaining calm is really just about trust. So that feeds into that area of like, do I trust him? Do I, am I going to freak out and panic or do I really trust him? And I'm not saying that we're not going to have an emotional response, you know, grieving, feeling sadness, sorrow, um, if, if you've been betrayed. Those things are normal. Those things have to happen. We have to know how to have an appropriate emotional response to the events of our life. God wants us to do that. He wants us to take our questions to him, our fears or doubts. So I'm not by any means saying don't feel them and don't experience them. I'm saying process through them in a healthy way that keeps you 
from coming into a place of panic, which then goes into a place of blaming and accusation and actually really keeping you from untangling the knots, if you will, like I talked about in that oxygen tank and connecting to your oxygen supply. So that's really the next most important thing, which is God. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the truth. It's the word. You might, you know, that might be one example, connecting to the oxygen supply like the Navy SEAL did, or for me, finding where North pointed, whatever it is, whatever kind of imagery works best for you. It's really about orienting yourself back to one thing and one thing only. When everything else is upside down, when nothing else makes sense, when it seems like there's evidence pointing to want to make you believe that, you know, this seems unfair or unnecessary or unkind or unloving and, and make these accusations towards God. We have one thing and one thing only in the midst of that to give us any solid footing under our feet when everything is shifting. And that's God's word. That's the truth. The Bible tells us that his word is a lamp to our feet, a light to our path. It tells us that he will order the steps of a righteous man. And so in these moments when we've got nothing else to bring clarity um, and kind of orient us, it's coming back to the truth, the truth of his word. It's engaging with him and receiving from him and from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit guides and leads us. So when we, once we're connected, you know, that's, helps us to sort of visually like put our mask back on, if you will, things become a little bit more clear and we can go. And sometimes I don't mean that like the other night when we got last, the path wasn't necessarily terribly clear before us, but we knew where to go. And so that's really important. That's what God's word does for us. It's giving us um, some clarity and some direction when nothing else makes sense and everything is kind of turned upside down in our life. So by the end of that, we had gotten out and we had gotten out safely, like I said. And if you use the example of, you know, a Navy SEAL following those steps and then being able from there to make the process of ascending up very slowly or if you use the example of a pilot, whatever resonates with you, it's getting to the place where you can then make decisions that lead you to the next step. You might not see the end result. You might not see exactly when the end of the road is going to be, how far ahead it is, but there comes this peace and this confidence over you because there's a process that you're going through and you're no longer what you learn in those times is your other senses become incredibly heightened. And so when you can't see the road and you can't rely on all the other things that you typically rely on, the other things that you don't even realize, you know, that you're, you're kind of your props and that you, you rely on. And it, what you're doing is you become incredibly heightened and tuned into the voice of God. And that's just where he wants us to be. He doesn't allow or do or bring us through these seasons to torment us or, you know, to play with our emotions. What he's doing is drawing us into a place of such deep intimacy with him. 
where nothing, everything else around us can be shaken, but we are so in tune to him and to his voice that our firm foundation beneath us does not move. We are just on a solid rock. So the storm can be raging around. You can be feeling the wind, the splash of the water, you know, but you're keeping your eye on Jesus. And just like Jesus, you're staying above it all. And it is possible to be in that place. And for me in my life, I still haven't figured out exactly. There's still a lot of things, questions, there's decisions I need to make. There's still some areas of confusion where I need clarity. But in this moment, in this experience the other day, God was reminding me, Mary, you just keep following true north. In that case, I had to turn west, but I knew where true north was. And he said, you just keep following it. You follow my voice. You follow my word. You follow my precepts and my truths. And I am your guide and I will lead you. When nothing else makes sense, when nothing else might seem clear, when the things that you thought you needed to give you a sense of identity, a sense of purpose, a sense of direction, a sense of security and well-being, when those things seem to be stripped away, you have all that you need. I am your identity. I am your purpose. I am your direction. I am the one who uh, sustains you and keeps you. I am the one who is secure. You, All of those things are found in me. And sometimes we just can't know it until the other things that we lean on are stripped away. And so I pray that in this, this might help you and maybe look at the areas of our life where, you know, maybe we've even made idols out of certain things that we've told God we need. I need this to be happy and I need this to be secure and to feel safe. I need this. And he's sometimes puts us in a position where we break down all those idols and say, Lord, I need nothing but you. You are what I need. And the rest, here I am, Father. My life is yours do with it what you will. I trust you completely. And it's it, oh, explicitly, I can't have a hard time with that word. <laughs> so I hope this blessed you. And I hope if you are in one of those seasons today, that you will stop, that you will not panic, that you will bring yourself into a place of rest. Stop thrashing about. You don't need to make a million decisions right now. You don't need to thrash and you don't need to grab anyone else's oxygen. You can just stop right where you are and you can remember what you know and you can remember where your, your oxygen supply is from. You can remember what the steps are and you can look to God's word for the next direction and you can trust him. He is faithful and trustworthy. So praise God. God bless you. And I'm praying for any of those who might be feeling that way today.